We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Tuesday, January the 4th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet on today's show I break down tonight's game as South Carolina men's basketball returns to the hardwood as they begin SEC play against the Auburn Tigers. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. First things first, we'll talk about Bruce Pearl's squad. Also, of course, top storylines, Auburn players to watch for, keys the game, and I will lock in my prediction as well. Guys, i got a packed show here on a Tuesday, and of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, for all your moving needs in the 2022 calendar year, be sure to contact our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media, at Upstate Movers Group, or of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. On the fourth day of January, we're at that interesting point in the year. You guys might remember when you were in school, right? And you went back and you were writing your name and the date at the top of your paper. And do you ever remember, do you recall like the first couple of weeks, of the new year, you kept messing up the year. You kept messing up the date because you were so used to writing down the previous year on the sheet of paper. That's kind of how I am right now. I have to catch myself because a lot of times when I'm putting my notes in or I'm going to say what the date is, I keep saying 2021. It's like, no, it's 2022, 2022, 2022. Just keep saying it in your head over and over and over again until it clicks. I don't know. We're at that weird point early in this calendar year. But either way, guys, hey, happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. Appreciate you all tuning in. Like I said, guys, we got a packed show for you as it is Game day, Frank Martin squad finally returning back to action. It feels like forever 
since they last played. Of course, the last game being on December the 23rd, I believe it was, against Army. Yes, because yours truly was actually in Disney World during that time. So that is accurate, December the 23rd. So it's been quite a while since the men's team took the hardwood. But of course, tonight, SEC play. Beginning, we're going to get all that and more here in just a little bit, guys. But first, a couple of housekeeping items really quickly. Just want to remind you guys, Tomorrow night, we will be back live at Tin Roof in Columbia, in the Vista, and I will be joined by a very, very special guest, former Gamecocks defensive line coach and absolute South Carolina legend, Brad Lawing will join me, Coach Lawing, very excited to chat with Coach once again. Again, guys, like I told you yesterday, the only way to hear this conversation is either come out to Tin Roof tomorrow night, 5 to 7, or join the Big Cock Club, where we'll be streaming it live tomorrow night and, of course, reposting it via the podcast, if you will, behind the Big Cock Club Patreon wall. But either way, would love for you guys to come on out. $3 drafts, $3 rumple as well. Going to be a really, really good time. Again, that's tomorrow night, 5 to 7 at 10 Roof in the Vista. Uh, quick reminder also as well, something I'm excited to tell you guys about. Of course, normally on Tuesdays after games, I have my friend Alex McGrath join me on the show. Well, with the craziness of this week that is SEC play beginning tonight and really just content rocking and rolling, it was tough to squeeze Alex in on today's podcast. However, do not fret because I'm very excited and intrigued to hear his perspective in regards to South Carolina's big win over North Carolina in the Duke's Mayo Bowl, as well as looking ahead to this offseason, the addition of Spencer Rattler and his early thoughts on the 2022 football season. So for those of you who do not tune into the Daily Crow, I highly suggest you do so on Wednesday, if nothing else, because Wednesday at 1.15, my good friend Alex McGrath will join us for 30 minutes or so to, again, give his full thoughts on the Duke's Mayo Bowl and everything else, all the other happenings within Gamecocks football. So again, Alex McGrath will join us live on the Daily Crow, Wednesday afternoon, 1.15. So, again, guys, tomorrow it's going to be an absolutely packed Wednesday, as it always is. But, again, really excited for that conversation with Alex. All right, guys, like I said, let's go ahead and dive into it because it is game day. SEC play officially beginning tonight at Colonial Life Arena. It gets real. Non-conference play is over. You've got the Auburn Tigers coming to town to the CLA. A 6.30 tip on the SEC Network. The series history, Auburn leads the series 21-14. to And guys, last year in 2021, Auburn won the game by a score of 109-86, to of course, during that very forgettable 2021 season, if you will. But either way, the Gamecocks face Auburn to open SEC play this year. Auburn currently, guys, having a really good season sitting at 12-1 and overall, 1-0 in the SEC. They actually beat LSU to open SEC play, and that was by a final score of 70-55, to December the 29th on their home floor. Uh, their only loss is coming to UConn in the battle for Atlantis. They lost in double overtime, 115-109. to Some other notable wins, they beat Syracuse 89-68 to in that same tournament, beat Yale in that tournament, or excuse me, not in that tournament. They actually beat them at home, 86-64. to They then played Nebraska in the holiday hoops giving and beat them 99-68 to on a neutral floor in Atlanta, Georgia. So, again, a really, really good start for Bruce Pearl squatting. You guys, of course, he is their head coach, one of the most 
Uh, I would say one of the most popular, one of the most known head coaches in the SEC was at Tennessee prior. Does a really, really good job with Auburn. And is really, I would say, changed that Auburn program, guys. You know, the SEC has sort of lately over the past couple of years revitalized itself and really become one of the best college basketball conferences in the country. And it thank, it's thanks to coaches like Bruce Pearl, who, again, have taken an Auburn program that I don't think many of us really thought of Auburn basketball as being some power. Auburn's a really good basketball team. I mean, they're a very, very good basketball team. So, again, credit Bruce Pearl for the job he's done in Auburn, Alabama. You take a look at the Tigers, guys, scoring 80.2 points per game and giving up just 64.2 points per game. So, again, 12-1 and overall, and the statistics back that up as well. Let's go ahead and dive into the top storylines, guys. And first things first, of course, like I mentioned at the top of the show and multiple times, SEC play officially beginning for the Gamecocks. Hey, you did your thing in the non-conference. You went nine and three, should have been 10 and three if the SC State game got played. That's behind you. That's in the past. Now things get very, very real because game after game, week after week, you're going to be actively building your NCAA tournament resume. And I think we'd all agree. I would guess, guys, somewhere Nine and nine or better, I think. I think you've got to go 500 or better to have a realistic shot at postseason basketball and March Madness, which is what the goal is for South Carolina. But how does this team stack up in the SEC? Because, again, guys, this is not your daddy's SEC. This is not, oh, you know, the SEC just cares about football or they just care about baseball and, you know, basketball just kind of goes the wayside. There aren't a lot of good teams outside of Kentucky and maybe Vandy, maybe Florida, if you will. Top to bottom, this conference has completely changed itself. you got teams now like Alabama, again, Auburn, LSU's been good in recent memory. Tennessee, obviously, has been very good. Uh, even Georgia had a run there for a second. So, you know, the Gamecocks went to the Final Four in 2017. So, this is where you really separate the men from the boys. This is where we're really going to find out what is this Gamecocks basketball team made of. Again, beating the armies of the world, you know, beating the Waffords, beating the, uh, you know, all the other non-conference games you want. That's all fine and dandy, but this is where it really matters in conference play. Guys, another big storyline, of course, as we talked about before, COVID is sweeping the nation and especially sweeping college basketball with cancellations, delays. We've already seen it with South Carolina with a game against SC State last week not being played. And the question is this. This game is certainly going on, no doubt, but does COVID affect the Gamecocks once again? Because Frank Martin has shown he's going to hold this pretty close to the vest. I don't see him being a guy that's going to reveal anything crazy leading up to tip-off or anything like that. I think, for the most part, South Carolina should be okay. But does COVID, for some reason, rear its ugly head and the Gamecocks are, for whatever reason, missing this key player or that key player or a certain guy can't go because he just tested positive the day of? So we'll have to keep – I really – unfortunately, guys, throughout this season, we're going to have to keep a very close eye on the COVID situation, you know, Hopefully it doesn't come up again. And again, guys, I hate to keep talking about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I really don't. As soon as the Gamecocks are 110% healthy, I won't bring it up. But until that's the case, it's something you do have to keep an eye on. So again, does COVID affect the Gamecocks? Because again, you're already dealing with an injury that I'm about to talk about. You can't afford any more roster depletions due to 
the coronavirus. Guys, I just mentioned the injury bug. Another big storyline in this one, and Frank Martin talked about this uh, in his press conference, I believe, or actually yesterday he talked about it, not two days ago. Yesterday he talked about this. But what is the status of Jermaine Kuznard? And when Frank Martin was asked about who is going to start at the point, he mentioned Jacoby Wright, and he said that what most likely would be Jacoby Wright. But again, he was asked about Kusnard very in-depth, said Kus went home, was able to you know get his body right, was feeling much better. And I believe he said he had practiced a couple of days. And so there's a good chance, I think, that Kus does play. But if he does go, is he even near 100%? And if he's not 100%, is it really worth putting him out there because guys I do believe and listen I like Jacoby Wright a lot I think he's a really really good young player and I think he's going to be a good player over the course of his career at South Carolina but the best version of this Gamecocks basketball team it comes with number five on the floor so again number one can he go number two if he can go how close is he is he a hundred percent and if he's playing through it is it really even worth it for South Carolina in the end? Because again, if he's got to miss another game or two, but you can get him back to 100%, I think that's something you just have to do. I think that's something you absolutely just have to do. So again, what is the status of Jermaine Kustard? Something to follow very, very closely as we get closer to tip off tonight at 6.30. Now, like I told you guys, South Carolina basketball has not played in quite a while. December the 23rd was the last time Frank Martin's squad took the floor against Army, and it was in dominating fashion as you got the win, absolutely no problem. But I just wonder, for a team full of shooters, shooters shoot, that relies on, uh, you know, get hot, stay hot, that relies on rhythm, consistency, if you will, does the long hiatus hurt South Carolina, or does it help them? Do we see a fresh Gamecocks team take the floor? Again, you haven't played in forever. It was against Army. You looked really good. What'd you score? 100 points in that one, I think, or, or pretty close to it. You had a fantastic shooting day, but I just wonder with all that time off, does it maybe help you? Does it hurt you? Do you come out cold? Do you come out running like crazy and you look fresh? How will the long hiatus affect South Carolina? Because again, Auburn played just a couple days ago and got their first SEC win. They've played all 13 games. They haven't had any of these issues as far as I know. Um, but as the long hiatus hurt South, going to be very interesting to see how the game comes. I think you'll be able to tell early how it impacts this basketball team. I spoke on Frank Martin, guys. And another big storyline for me, when you got two coaches like I got going in this one, the chess match, it's going to be absolutely awesome to watch. We know what Frank Martin wants to do. We know how Frank Martin wants to win, although I think that's actually evolving with the team that he has this year because, again, shoot or shoot, and this team has shown, you know, it's going to have some fun on the offensive side. But Frank Martin against Bruce Pearl, you know, a really cool matchup, a really fun matchup. Anytime these two guys go at each other, like I said, guys, Bruce Pearl, one of the most notable coaches in the SEC, if you will, one of the most fun to watch also. Frank Martin, Bruce Pearl, that chess match is a really big game for both sides. Cannot wait to see the strategies by both coaches and how they attack this one. And guys, my final storyline, my final storyline is this, and I wonder, you know, because again, South Carolina fans, the best in the country, and they have been absolutely packing out the arena for Dawn Staley's squad, which is awesome, by the way. But my final storyline is this. What is the home atmosphere like at Colonial Life Arena? 
Because winning in the SEC is important. Certainly, it's conference play. But protecting your home floor is paramount because it is so much harder to win on the road than it is to win at home, guys. They, you know, they say when you go on the road to win, it's like you're picking up a game and a half versus picking up a game. You got to protect your home floor. I understand Auburn's a good team. They're going to be favored over you. There's no question. There's no question. They're going to be the favorites in this one. But you're at home. Can Gamecock fans show up, show out, be rowdy, and make a difference in not just the SEC opener, but the SEC home opener? Protect the CLA. Protect your home floor. It's games like these. You need to find a way to ride the momentum of the home crowd and get a big W to kick off SEC play. All right, guys, let's talk Auburn players to watch for. Hey, and this could be a long list. They got a lot of good players on that team. We'll start, though, with four Jabari Smith. And what's the craziest thing about Jabari Smith, this kid is a true freshman, a true diaper dandy, 16.2 points per game, which leads the Tigers team, and 6.9 rebounds per game. Guys, what's crazy, too, he's a big man. He leads Auburn in three-point shooting percentage. So, again, Smith, a fantastic player, can really do it all for the Tigers. You then move to center Walker Kessler, seven-foot-one center Walker Kessler, by the way, 10 points per game, 7.5 rebounds per game. That is a huge matchup down low for your big uglies down there. Wilton's the back. Uh, all those guys are going to be battling Walker Kessler on the glass. And then finally, guard Wendell Green Jr., a great facilitator of the basketball, 12 points per game, 4.1 rebounds per game. But where he really stands out, guys, like I said, 60 assists, their team leader. So, again, this is a really good Auburn roster. It's crazy how young they are to be as good as they are, how young they are, but some really good, talented players. Bruce Pearl's done a fantastic job of loading up that roster. All right, guys, let's move to keys to the game. What must South Carolina do to get off to a positive start in SEC play. And the first thing is this. You know, we've actually seen Dawn Staley's squad struggling with this, and I know this is a completely different game, And but, hey, it, it, it's kind of ironic that we're talking about this. Uh, number one for me, limit the turnovers. Limit the turnovers. You know, South Carolina cannot turn the basketball over on their home floor and win this basketball game. Auburn, a team you look at, they're averaging about 18 points per game off of turnovers. So, again, limiting the turnovers. When you're trying to pull an upset, you cannot give the opponent Anything, protect the basketball, limit the turnovers, do not give Auburn free possessions. My second key to the game, and I, and I think we've seen South Carolina do a really good job at this, no matter whether it's win or loss. I mean, even in like the Coastal game and the Princeton games, this team has played hard. Th this team has played hard, no doubt. My second key to the game, keep up the intensity. Keep punching at Auburn, because they're going to punch you, obviously. They're going to punch back. Again, Auburn, a really good team. Keep up the intensity, though, man. Keep fighting, keep battling, keep scratching, keep clawing. All of a sudden, hey, this is a game of runs. You never know. You might find yourself late in this ball game with a chance to win. And my final key to the game, guys, like I mentioned, what is the home crowd like at CLA? While it may not be a sold-out arena, it may not be, you know, 13, 14, 15,000, I do think there's going to be a very solid crowd, and it's up to this Gamecocks basketball team to fuel the home crowd. And that's my final key to the game, guys, because, again, when you're trying to pull that home upset, you need everything you can to go your way, and having the home crowd create a raucous environment, a raucous CLA, and give Auburn problems, hey, you need that to happen. So, again, guys, my three keys to the game, limit the turnovers, 
keep up the intensity, and fuel the home crowd, which leads me into my prediction. Let's lock it in. Gamecocks taking on Auburn to open SEC play at Colonial Life Arena. And guys, I'll tell you this. I like this South Carolina basketball team a lot. I've said that many times. If you have not watched them that yet this year, you're doing yourself a disservice. Get out to CLA and support the boys because either in victory or defeat, this team seems to be very fun to watch. The most fun to watch South Carolina basketball team that we've seen in quite some time due to the fact that shooters shoot, guys like Eric Stevenson, James Reese, Devin Carter, Jermaine Kustar when healthy, Jacoby Wright. You know, when this team gets hot, they're as fun to watch in any as any in college basketball, I should say. Auburn is a very, very good team. And again, like I told you guys, this is not your daddy's SEC. This is not the old SEC where, you know, everybody except Kentucky sucks and, you know, it's a total crapshoot. Everybody's just fighting for the NIT, what have you. Like, Auburn's a legitimate Sweet 16 or Elite 8 caliber ball club. And Bruce Pearl, you know when he comes into town, they will be a very well-coached, Fired up, energetic team. South Carolina, I think, guys, will need to play a damn near perfect game. And what scares me about this one is the hiatus and the layoff. You haven't played in so long. You've been dealing with the COVID issues. Jermaine Kusnard, I'd have to guess, guys, probably isn't going to play. And if he does, he will not be 100%. I think in this one, you know, and do you have guys still out? Due to COVID. Meanwhile, Auburn is 12 and 1. They're 1 0 in SEC play. They come into this thing with momentum. I just think you have too many question marks and too many things going against you. Like I said, this is a South Carolina basketball team, guys. They're in an SEC play, right? The Gamecocks are going to be underdogs in a lot of games just due to the fact that even though you went 9 and 3 in non conference, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt in a lot of these SEC games, because again, like I said, the strength of this conference, and it's just gotten so, so, so much better over the past couple of years. But do not be surprised when South Carolina pulls a couple of upsets and beats a couple of teams that they should not. Because again, when this team gets hot, especially from outside, I think they've got the capability to beat anybody in the conference. But unfortunately, tonight... I don't see that being one of those nights. Again, I think the layoff does hurt South Carolina. I think you come out slow in this one. I think you're a little bit cold shooting the basketball. And I just think Auburn's too good of a team for you to go cold at any point in the game. I think you have to play one of your best games, if not your best game of the entire season to take them down. And I just do not see it happening. So guys, lock me in. I've got the Auburn Tigers beating South Carolina. Give me Auburn 79, Gamecocks. 68. Again, it's 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 at home. Protect your home floor. It's a winnable game. I think it's going to be a very, very tall task for a Gamecocks team that may be undermanned. Again, we don't even know yet. They may be undermanned. So, uh, you know, on the home floor, I do think Gamecock fans, for the most part, will show up, show out, at least in the lower bowl, if you will. And uh, for a 630 tip, at least, I think there'll be a really, really good crowd. But I think Auburn's just going to be too much. Again, guys, they're not they're not, they're not twelve and one by accident. They're a really really good ball club, and I think you just still have some issues, um, especially when it comes to personnel. So again, I think Auburn out shoots you in this one. Give me the Tigers winning this game, seventy nine to sixty eight. The final score. Go ahead and lock me in there, guys. It's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Great Tuesday to have a Tuesday. Let me hear your score predictions in 
the comments. Do you think I'm crazy? Do you think South Carolina gets the dub? How do you feel the Gamecocks will fare tonight at Colonial Life Arena? And of course, if you're there, say what's up because yours truly will be in the building. And on that note also, I will be there and I will be rocking the Shooter Shoot hoodie, which I am 1-0 in. So you never know. Maybe the hoodie will bring us good luck. Maybe the hoodie will make us shoot 50% from the floor again. You just never know because shooters shoot, and sometimes when shooters shoot, they fall. Either way, guys, hey, that's going to do it all for me. Happy Tuesday. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a fantastic rest of your day, and I'll leave you with this. Go Cox, beat Auburn, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.